I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of The Ramble is supported by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Squarespace offers free domain names, customizable designs, drag-and-drop tools, as well as 24-7 support. Seamless e-commerce solutions mean that your business can be taking money in minutes on a website that is scaled to look beautiful on any device. Start your free trial today, no credit card required. As a Football Ramble podcast listener, you'll receive 10% off your first purchase by using the offer code RAMBLE11. must feel like it's your birthday like christmas days come early ladies and gentlemen welcome to the football ramble my name's marcus and in the mix today we've got pete hello marcus luke all right and jim hello good to have you here gang mm. now then on the weekend there were two dubious decisions at the end of matches played at chelsea and swansea in the premier league if you could change any contentious decision in football history which one would you choose? Pete? Uh, I would probably go for David Beckham's haircut. <laughs> that was back a in cut. the day. Back in the day when he had those curtains with, like, those kind of blonde tips yeah. to them. Is this in the Sarong era? Well, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, yeah. yeah. it was kind of like, it's the, when he sort of break it out, it was kind of when he scored that goal against Wimbledon. It was that kind of era. Mm. I think. That was a, I mean, Marcus can't complain because that was a contentious decision. <laughs> yeah. There's no question about that. No, no, no. no it I'm, caused a lot of controversy at the time. It did, yeah. You know, it, it, mainly because I had that haircut before him. Uh-huh. At school, everybody said, oh, you've got David Beckham's haircut. I said, no, I had it before him. You've got a lovely straight sat, I sat with the lovely... Well, I've got the same hair as him, mm, basically. Mm. So I sat with this bloody colander on my head. So, you know, in Hartlepool, getting any kind of bleach in your hair used to be a bit of a problem, you know. But, mm. you know, I spent ages getting that haircut, and, you know, he comes along and spoils it for me. Did, oh, this is like listening to an outtake from Kez. It's so grim. <laughs> <laughs> Did people Sad. throw stones at you in the yeah. street when you had that? It's hard. It's hard to be a little bit indie. It wasn't as bad as when you had a skinhead in the Alice Band. No. <laughs> <laughs> Rip off Beckham. Okay, well, good First. start. So David yeah. Beckham's hair. Um, we, we'll start the show. Luke. Um, I had trouble thinking about this because I thought, all the ones I thought of, I thought, actually, I would want them changed. It's part of what I like about... Part football. of the fabric. Yeah, mm. part, part of the rich tapestry. Life's rich pageant. Mm -hmm. uh, so <laughs> I eventually went for a special nod. So the Harold Schumacher getting away with yes, GBH yep. on um, <coughs> Batistón. That's yeah. that, exactly how it sounded. That was a replay then. In yeah. the 80s. Uh, uh, but I actually think I will go for the Hand of God in 1986. Right. Hang on. Maradona. No, no, let him... Because I think that should have been changed, because I think, actually, if the referee had just given that as a free kick, um, nothing more would have been said. Mm. It would be fine. And, and we wouldn't have to go through this rigmarole all the time now, every time England play Argentina in any sort of competitive game. And it wouldn't be used still as a reason to hate El Diego and overshadow his 
his his abilities and his achievements on the p- field of play. We mm. would also have had two World Cups. We def- definitely would have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no question in my mind about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because Maradona didn't do anything else in the game. So. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's anonymous, haven't he? Yeah. <laughs> In a tournament, really. Yeah. I mean, Terry Butcher scored his own goal from memory, but yeah. <laughs> that's why I'll, I'll go for that one. Silly. And I realise that I've ironically have contributed further to that uh, debate, but yeah, mm. it had to be mentioned. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a good mention. And a big one, that's a big one. We've had two big ones big to decisions. start with. It's just the way my trousers are hanging. Jimmy. It's 2002. It's the I World wish it Cup. was. <laughs> it's, it's Brazil against Turkey. Ah... I don't know what he's going Yeah, for. you know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Hakan Unzel kicks a ball to Rivaldo so he can take a corner, right? Mm, yeah. But Rivaldo gets hit in the stomach with a ball and mistook that for being punched in the face. He got and hit in the, the knees, over. I think. In the knee, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah, no. <laughs> the sort of general midriff area, the, mm-hmm. the middle of him. Um, and then he went down clutching his face. We all know what happened. Uh, you know, Unzel was, uh, was sent off and it was all a big tragedy and all a bit embarrassing. And I, it, my testosterone shudders. When yeah. I think of it, uh, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it is so embarrassing. It, it, should, it should never have happened. It's, it's one of those things. He should never have gotten away with it. It's true, and it's one of those things that people who don't like football use as a yeah. stick to mm. beat the sport with. Absolutely. And Rivaldo was a phenomenal player. Mm. Mm. It yeah. was and is better than that. And, and, and often people who hadn't seen too much of his career, you, you know, you see like little highlights packages and whatnot of Rivaldo. That is one of those clips that is often played when his name is is mentioned yeah and i'm sure he regrets it yeah yeah and it really it's such a shame because we are what that divaldo more like maybe maybe that's why he's still playing he's just endlessly trying to run away from what happened <laughs> i mean it's in the same way that people pillory steven taylor isn't it because he obviously had same quality of decent player. yeah same, class same of- similar player Similar pedigree. Yeah. Maybe he's still playing <laughs> until he does get smashed in the face with a ball in that exact situation. And he's hold so his he, knee. So, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, so he can feel like some sort of karmic justice has been done and he yeah. can get on with his life. Just but you, himself. Y- your head can get rewired. So, you know, you, you, it's, you know, pain's very much, um, you know, arbitrary. You, your brain could think that it comes from a different part of your body. Yeah, I've got a you, weird thing on the side of my belly that occasionally... If I scratch it, I can feel it in my um, head. Yeah, everyone has that. Mm. Everyone has that sort of thing going on with different t- parts of the body. That's why mm. reflexology is a big thing, isn't it? Mm. So it's probably, it's probably, it didn't hurt Rivaldo. No, are we, are we being harsh on Rivaldo? Is that, <laughs> didn't hurt maybe him. that happened. I, for one, think it's very, very much more likely that he's got some sort of like nerve ending problem. <laughs> no. yeah. I, I would like to remove myself from the running for the points. <laughs> yeah. You already did with your answer. <laughs> no, no, no. He's His team Rivaldo. Wired. They've been wired wrong. Mm. Yeah. Um, Qatar 2022. That's your one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, more on that later. <laughs> You'll be pleased to know. Um, th- more on that later. Ah, right? very Come good. On. Or um, uh, the Frank Lampard goal, 2010. Well, we'd had three World yeah. Cups. We'd have never have known. Chase those two. We, we would have, at half time, yeah. two all, we'd have yeah. never have known. Yeah. Now England, versus, refer- England versus Germany. Now all those referees have got where the stupid watches. Yeah. Because yeah. of that. We Just had that um, decision. I think uh, we don't know what would have happened if that goal had counted by Lampard. I think we, we would have. All around this table, we can agree that we had him on the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> we had him on the ropes. Because they were having a rest. <laughs> yeah. Having bought themselves a luxury. <laughs> Luke's got to get the point. Uh, Come on. Come on don't man. be silly. Don't be silly. But let's wipe the smile off his face by going to the Premier League. <laughs> Southampton 4, Hull 1. The best team in England with the best English players. Yeah. There, is, there isn't a more effective way to wipe the smile off my face than that. <laughs> Get him in there. They are playing plane. great football, uh, dominating at this side. And that is an important result because, you know, at home to Hull and so on and so forth. But actually, um, if you want to be considered 
one of the t- uh, really really taken seriously. Yeah, you can you can play well against the big sides, but actually brushing aside the small teams, you think, mm. well, hang on a minute, this is just they're not just raising their game for the big teams. Yeah, yes. they've got a lot to offer. They yeah, got a lot I, to I offer. think and Hull have got a bit of quality as well. They've not been. They've not. Yeah, been sorry, yeah, they're, they're essentially a mid-table team, aren't they? they they've played, at the moment. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's tough to it's, break down Hull as well. Like it's. Th- Four ones, impressive. It huh? is. It is because Southampton have essentially built their platform this season on not necessarily smashing their goals in, but just not conceding. I think they've got the best defence in the Premier League, haven't they? Mm, so, something like that. Yeah. So a lot of their goals, a lot of their games have been sort of you know, low scoring affairs. But look, look at the game they gave Spurs mm. uh, Hull, and you know Southampton, as you say, just brushed them aside. Yeah, and it, it was, was, it was uh, brilliant. He was mm. so good. And what I, a goal! Mm. I think. I, I mean, I, it's difficult for me to make any sort of comment because people who listen to the show regularly now I support Portsmouth, but. If I say that that Lallana goal was a good goal, but the defending was poor. Oh, come on! I'm not having a go. I'm not having a go. But they didn't get anywhere near him, did but, they? No, but they, it, it can be both. Yeah, of course. Absolutely, of course. Well, the defending was poor on that Maradona goal against <laughs> England. Also true. Also true, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think that they, 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 under Pochettino, they're such a good team to watch. They press really high. They, I mean, they've got, I think they've won one, uh, lost, lost one game this season. Which I think it's just them and uh, Everton are the only teams to have lost one game this season. Mm. They're front four of, of Lambert, Lalana, Rodriguez and, and Ward-Prowse. All um, English as well. All English. But do you think it's... Maybe that's the the thing to do. You give a couple of players some foreign-sounding names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, could, get them on that be. ferry. Ronaldo. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Worth a, worth a thought, mate. Watson takes him all the default. Reason, the, the reason this thing is... Uh, like Farnborough did, you know that? Oh, yeah, did, did you? Yeah. Of course, yeah. Sorry, Luke. Yeah, I was, was going to say that the reason that it's a little bit, um, well, exciting if you're a Southampton fan, I suppose, is because all the other teams, it's not a clear And if you're a neutral, Luke, as well. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, true. If you're <laughs> anyone but you. Yeah. <laughs> or anyone who loves football. Yeah, all right. Is that there's not God really, a, there's not really another team stepping up and really saying that we're going to be in this top four for definite. You know, mm. we're, we're going to, because every other team around them, like the top six or seven sides, is, they've got flaws. They've got reasons why they mm. may not achieve so highly. Mm-hmm. And that's rare. You, you hardly ever see that. I mean, you Manchester United have got a new manager. It's a transitional period for them. Mm-hmm. I know they're in a good good run at the moment, but you, you understand the point. Arsenal, there's question marks over their sort of mental fortitude. Chelsea, I don't think Chelsea even know what their best team is yet. Mourinho mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. seem to. Um, yeah, Man City can't win away. Spurs can't score. Everton at Everton. You know, so there's reasons all those teams around there could... Uh, Surrounds look like the most dominant team at the moment. Yeah. Uh, you've got, Everton or Everton, I like that. Special <laughs> mention for Liverpool as well, who are obviously doing well. But they've, very well. they've got no experience of winning the league in, you know, in, in really, in living memory almost. So, <laughs> well, they haven't, have they? Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, generational they're, they're memory, almost anyway. they're like a Mourinho side in that, in that they, they're quite proud of their defence to a certain extent. Yeah. You, know, they, you mm. know, they don't let a lot of goals in. Uh, but what a performance by Southampton anyway, though. It was really, really Indeed. Positive. Jim, what's um, good about Pochettino is he's just, he's come in and he's got, um, well, what was before? I mean, I, I don't think it's unfair to say a fairly average Premier League side. He's got them playing some fabulous football he's in a them, very short space of time. Well, he's got them incredibly well drilled, and yet at the same time they seem to be able to express themselves. He's used that defence as a really, really solid bedrock yeah. for them to just just play. Like the, the freedom they had, they were so tidy and just so, just ex- as I say, expressing themselves so much against Hull. They look like one of the first teams around as well. They yeah. work so hard. But I mean, it's worth saying that the next three of the next four Premier League games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arsenal away, Chelsea away, and City at home. Mm. City at home should be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bang. <laughs> bang. To be fair, though, I think yeah, before Pochettino, they, they, they were putting in performances under their last manager. You know, I think there, there was an outcry when he when you he was when sacked, he joined. It? it was yeah. a, you know, everyone no, was no, really annoyed about but, it. But I'm saying that they were. You said they kind of went above their weight. Well, I don't know, actually. I mean, you look at some of their players. I mean, uh, Wanyama's a great signing. Oswaldo as well. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you could argue, but. Um, 
But, but uh, well, I think the point I was saying before was that actually there were fears of relegation. But Wanyama was at fault for the goal, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, badly as well. But they didn't seem to make much effort to try and, like, get back to no. clear it up. We're already easily winning, don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. Save your energy. It's what we used to do at Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry if anyone's got uh, Boric in goal for their fantasy team. No, mm. I, I actually have as well. No, as well, yeah. <laughs> I, found, I found out that I'm uh, mid-table on my fantasy league uh, team, uh, even though I've not touched it since the first week. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. I'm above people who actually have been trying every week. Oh, Right. I am sure. bollocks at fantasy football. Same. Yeah, mm. I just give up after about a week. Same. I get bored. Boring. Yeah. But um, let's not get bored on the podcast. <laughs> did you did you see what Steve Bruce said after the game? Tell yeah, us, Jim. That's as big a doing as we've had for a long, long time. Oh, nice. The term doing isn't used enough. It should be like, you know, as we tried to make the hall a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say friend of or the show, Steve Bruce? Twat. <laughs> 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 I really, I just think he's because quite a nice man. Oh, shut up. <laughs> You don't I'm like him. Move on to someone who's a bit more likable. Big Sam and his West Ham team <laughs> were away to Norwich City. Mm. Um, and Norwich won 3 1. Uh, much better from Norwich, actually. Ravel Morrison got a, a goal, but uh, they came back very strongly and playing some great stuff. Uh, it was a surprising result. I thought that um, I, I thought that West Ham would really fly out the block blocks against Norwich because mm. they've got no confidence. Well, they didn't have any confidence. They mm. obviously had heavy defeat mm. against City. They had a couple of heavy defeats before that. And when they got their noses in front, I mean, you've got to give Norwich so much credit for coming back absolutely because they're, they're, their confidence must be at rock bottom after the run they've had and they actually really took it to West Ham I mean was it Johnny Housley rattled the ball oh yeah brilliant. oh that yeah. was such a shame that never went yeah, in that would have been goal of the month and I don't know what Yaskalainen was doing basically I, West Ham let him back in but Yaskalainen dropping that massive clanger mm. I thought it looked like a foul on Yaskalainen in the build up to the penalty that's I interesting quite unlucky I there. thought it was a nailed on pen me but have you ever seen have you ever seen Gar- someone hit the ball harder than yeah, Gary that loves it you know, Morrison for West Brom, the, the, the Scots boys. Ham, you mean? Um, no, 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 James uh, Morrison. James Morrison oh, right, for sorry, West Brom. Yeah, he he spanked a penalty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Hooper was uh, absolutely leathered it. I think um, it is a bit more simple than, than all of this. Um, let's be honest, how'd you distract Big Sam? Yeah. Delia. Coleman's. Yeah, exactly. Delia, yeah. straight away. Delia, she's just yeah. she's put on a spread. Their game plan's just falling apart because <laughs> Sam's not there to just, just do anything. Yeah, I'll be in a minute. I'll be yeah. in a minute. <laughs> start without me. <laughs> so seriously, start without me. I'm just finishing up some uh, a very important paperwork. <laughs> and, uh, Pastry with paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there in a minute. Yeah, so, but I mean, if West Ham are just floating above the relegations on this time, well, not this time, but like the start of 2014, would you give Big Sam any money? What? I'll tell you, I've, mm. said, this, I've said this on the show before. I'll, I'll that tell you win point. that they... Yeah, they're dying, it's just dying out on that. They've mm. won two games all season. Dining out on a lot, mate. Yeah, you, you can't stop dining out. I, I mean, I, but they do what need do. recruitments up top. Oh, big but, time. but they don't seem to want to play any strikers anyway, even if they're they Well, they signed Carlton Connor Free, mate. What more yeah. do you want? <laughs> Marcus, Marcus, are you calling Leroy Furs goal a brush? I am. Mm. A brush. He's a beast, Fur. He was a brush. Good, good he brushed it in, did he not? He's an excellent player. It's apt that he is actually a beast when he's called Fur. Mm. That's what mm. I uh-huh. Did you see Match of the Day? Yes. Uh, there was a, a, just a, a brilliant shot of what looked like the Norwich board, because Delia was there and a few other people that you regularly see there, and they looked like a Doctor Who convention. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the amount of just knitwear on yeah. display was brilliant. A lot of <laughs> colourful knitwear in the Norwich area. Um, Snodgrass put away a lovely free kick. Mm, it will yeah. do that. He's got, they've they've mm. scored so many direct free kicks, Norwich, don't they? Snodgrass got a few last season. from, from I think three, from what 
they said a match of the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Really. Cool. Wowzers. Mm. Um, and that's pretty much all what happened in the Premier League on the weekend. <laughs> oh, a little joke there, listeners. Uh, nonsense. <laughs> We're going to go to Stamford Bridge where Chelsea uh, rescued a point against West Bromwich. Stole a point. Albion. <laughs> oh. Of course, it would have ended uh, Mourinho's home record uh, with Chelsea, which is pretty fabulous, one has to say. Well, I did it's like... not difficult to see why. He gets decisions like that. Wow. Well, I, <laughs> uh, I did find it funny when they said, you know, are you relieved? You know, would it, would it have upset you? And he said, no, if when my home record comes to an end, I'll go out and celebrate in a nice restaurant. Right. He um, also said, if anyone should be complaining about the referee, it's me or something. Yeah, he thought it was a penalty. Yeah, well, I'm sure <laughs> he did. <laughs> well, he, but the thing is, Mourinho believes that, and that's probably part of his strength, isn't it? In his mind, those, those two decisions were absolutely um, incorrect against him and correct for him. I mean, it was a penalty. We saw it, the penalty being taken, so... Yeah, it definitely <laughs> existed. <laughs> 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 Maybe yeah, that's what he does. I think yeah. like anyone's doubting that. Yeah. <laughs> Samueletu uh, got the opener. Liam Ridgewell oh, should have cleared. burgled it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I, ju- I thought to it, myself, Ridgewell, that. like... Yeah, we're about to play Chelsea and someone else. I know he's maybe not quite as good as he was a couple of years ago. But if you're a defender and and the ball, done. yeah, if the, the keeper spilled it the, out to you in the six-yard box. Um, now I know we like to play our way out of trouble. That's what we're trying to do now yeah. in the modern game and all. But if if you know, most of the players were in front of him. Um, Eto came from behind. If if the ball's dropped to you and it's a, a, a panicky situation in in the six yard box and you can't see out Samuel Eto, yeah. just get rid. Yeah, but that's yeah. the second time this week that he's done that in the Champions League as well. He just absolutely robbed the goalkeeper. Yeah, he, like, did. He, he hid from him. He was saw it's him. Like he's just realised he could do that. He's like, I can't believe how easy this is. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening in every game. It's brilliant. I wish I found this out when I was eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, I, I know what you mean. I mean, if there is a time and a place for all that sort of stuff, and if you, if that wanted to sound like a stereotypical sort of. Mm. Reductive English English sort of football fan, you have really got to clear your line sometimes. There's no disgrace in that. You know? Yeah, but yeah. maybe confidence, um, you know, precludes the doubt. So he's not in doubt. So he's not going to kick it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, the key part of the phrase: if in doubt, kick it yeah, out. Yeah, but is it? Wasn't in doubt. I'm not in doubt. Yeah, but he doesn't have to clear it. He can make a long pass. <laughs> he could do. That's the <laughs> difference. That's <laughs> what Big Sam calls him. That's the difference. Yeah, that's right. Break it. Do you think, <laughs> do you think um, West Brom didn't play Berahido just? So Chelsea wouldn't try to sign him, just sort yeah. of hide him from their radar. <laughs> they could have oh, gone yeah. 3-1 out, couldn't they, West Brom? Yeah, oh, Chris Brunt made a poor decision. Well, I'd just like to say that the, the Shane Long equaliser was, was quite strange because the ball was obviously dropped down um, a yard or two from the Chelsea goal line and there was Terry and a couple of other Chelsea defenders just watched it and Shane Long, none of them jumped for it. Mm. And Shane Long just sort of popped mm. over the top and said, thanks very much. I couldn't believe and that. Czech yeah. was at fault for the second young goal as well. Yeah, it's it was a very, very uncharacteristic. It's an, an Unlike the, the Mourinho Chelsea we're used to, it's interesting how different this team. But is. It, yeah. I just, it's like they've not played together before, and yeah. they have. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just don't think. I just don't think Mourinho knows what his best team is. Well, yeah. did they you see him after the game? So much. Yeah, he was wearing a blazer and a t-shirt. He's rotating <laughs> even his wardrobe. It's getting <laughs> so a bit handy. We all have to rotate the wardrobe. You can't wear the same thing every day. I know, but you know, well, have does. some consistency. Oh, I see what you mean. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but you've got to have a going formal or you're not going formal. Yeah, okay. You know, you, you, if you're going to do a t-shirt and a blazer, you're going to look like Miami Vice. It's not... <laughs> and that doesn't instill confidence into your players. Yeah, that is true. You know, you, you, the problem Mourinho's got, I think, because I think Czech's been a little bit suspect positionally recently. Mm. Anyway, that's a sort of slightly separate point, but it doesn't seem to know what the better combination of forward players seems to be. And he's had this problem with Matter, where he sort of isolated him a bit. Matter didn't even mm. come on, did he? He might have come no, on from, I, mean. I don't think he did. Um... He's had that problem with Hazard and his staying away from training. We had to drop him midweek for the Champions League. Mm. I know he scored a penalty and stuff, but 
it's not going as smoothly as you would have anticipated for Chelsea at the moment. No. And, and they've got a big opportunity if they can get their shit together, you know. Mm. Do you think he's, he's struggling that um, you've got um, an array of talent? You could argue more stars in there than, than what he had previously. Mm, off the top of my head, maybe that's not correct. But he's just struggling to really make them his own and his team. Mm. Because before... Um, you know, they would have walked across a desert for him. You know, they saw, yeah. they talked so highly, and also he would take the brunt of the media. And I think we mentioned last week that he's obviously not done that this time round. Matter is the big example. There. Eleven mistakes he said last week. Yeah. Uh, well, and he's uh, yeah, so absolutely. Do you think that he's just struggling to kind of pull them all together? He likes a smaller squad, um, and. Perhaps as well, we know how Mourinho likes to play, but yet Abramovich has made it very clear that he wants to win in style. Mm. Is, is there a little bit of disharmony and conflict that Possibly, it's, yeah. they're struggling but to resolve? Also, I, I think an, an interesting point is that Chelsea now are a bigger club than when Mourinho first took over. When he took over, mm. they never won the mm. Premier League. And now he's, he's coming back to a different yep. animal. And yep. it's, I think maybe that's why he's trying to, kind of struggling to well, he's changed, make his mark on it in the same yeah. way. I mean, we're assuming he's trying to do it in the same way. Maybe he's changed as a manager and he's well, trying new things. But Well, he has changed since he was last at Chelsea. And Chelsea have changed since he was there as well, so mm -hmm. it's not necessarily automatically going to go well, well for him the whole time. But the other thing is that he's used to being at clubs for a short amount of time, isn't mm. he? And, and, the, and the reason he can get away with that is because he mm. tends to deliver success pretty instantaneously. Yeah. So if he doesn't do that, it'd be interesting to see how it pans out. Well, his, I think his um, model is um, you know, the Bella Gutman uh, school of thought, sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he would turn up rattle all the cages, ruffle all the feathers and all yeah. such expressions, and try to win the Champions League on his way out and go, you don't like me? Well, I've just given you that. Yeah. Um, with Chelsea, there seems to be more of a longer goal. This this is the club. He, he, he mm. mentioned it. he'd love to do something like what Sir Alex Ferguson did at Manchester United. And he's too volatile a character for that. He is, but if there's one place... Perhaps he can do it. He's Chelsea. Yeah, okay. uh, he ain't going to get that opportunity. Though, is no, he? Really? will anyone with a Bramwich there? Well, this is it. This is it. I mean, it's... <laughs> but at the same time, by the way, it's a fair point. Will anyone with a Bramwich is there? Possibly not. But if he doesn't win anything in three seasons, yeah, you can't. Uh, Bramwich isn't the sort of guy who's going to keep keep someone there, even if it is Mourinho, for as long as, as mm -hmm. all that. Anyway, I, I think that's very unlikely, though. Mourinho would go three seasons without you don't anything. Think. No. Okay. Well, if Abramovich, we'll if Abramovich wants to play a more fluid attacking style, I mean, Chelsea had about five up front. Yeah, they did. The yeah, the they game. were pushing. They were pushing. They were playing yeah. a sort of a three-two-five. Yeah. I thought that was... I mean, obviously that's ridiculous, but Mourinho sometimes does that, doesn't he? And I thought, the most you should play is four up front. Well, two boys way out wide. Two, play like two-four-four. Four. Two boys way out wide, almost in the flipping corner, like behind the full But back. the reason they can do that, Marcus, in, yeah. in that situation, is because he knows... He'll put, he'll put his house on that the West Brom aren't going to attack because they're already winning. Mm. They're not going to attack. They're going to they're going to just dig a trench. And so he's not got any real comeback on that because if he's already two one down, if they do break away and score third, it doesn't matter. They're going to lose anyway. Yeah, but the, I think some of the points they were making on match of the day was the fact that they just had no midfield. So actually, to try and craft their way through in numbers. Um, it just wasn't happening. And Mourinho, he can play a little bit too narrow. We've yeah. seen uh, in previous. Do you think yeah, Mourinho seasons. knew that Ramirez can just give himself penalties? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Before he knows it. now. Yeah, it was in incredible, wasn't it? It was really. such a sickness. I mean, yeah. Steve Clark against his old team, uh, of course. I can't remember what Steve Clark said afterwards. He was annoyed, was he? Presumably. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Sort of just, choking, sir. I think. He, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, he was devastated. I mean, but I tell you what, for West Brom, if they're going away from the bridge. 
um, gutted, yeah. gutted that yeah. they've got a point. Yeah. Then, you know, it's good times. Mm, yeah, it's there. the circumstances of it, though, isn't it? Of course, yeah. But I think, uh, but West Brom have, have played some decent stuff this season, and Steve Clark's been been excellent for yeah. them. It's a shame to see Ramirez do that. I really rate him as a player. I mean, he's so, such a hard-working player. Yeah. He's really reliable as well. It's like, oh, come on. And yeah. it, is, it is particularly gutting for West Brom, having won 2-1 at Old Trafford, to win 2-1 at Stamford Bridge yeah. in the same season. I mean, my goodness. You know, go for the full collection, Pete. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, but yeah, so, oh dear. Uh, unfortunate scenes for, for West Brom and the neutrals at the end of the game at Stamford Bridge, but Chelsea got a point. Uh, at Old Trafford, um, there was less drama. Mm. Um, and there was a, there was the one winning goal, uh, from Robin Van Persie. There tends to be just one winning goal. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I'd like to say now that was a shoulder. And not a header. Was, you yeah. watch it again. He headed it into his shoulder, didn't yeah. he? So was a get an assist from he his head. He set himself up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he really, really enjoyed it. Well. But, yeah. but you know, it's, I think it's better for him to pretend because to not enjoy it. he plays for Man United now. Do you think, yeah. it, was it a, a, a bit of a, a plea from Wenger, maybe, or a last-ditch attempt for a, a slight mind game when he went, he'll always be an Arsenal guy? Yeah. Just no, I sort of backfired. <laughs> I don't know, if you actually read that interview, that was taken hugely out. That oh, was it, okay. Yeah. Um, I can be bothered reading the interview. <laughs> there you go. There's, there's the I got my quote and I ran with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, British, British media, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it, was it, it was a pretty, pretty boring game, wasn't it? It wasn't great as uh, yeah. a lot of those encounters have gone. And um, Arsenal really struggled to make uh, make any chances. Obviously, apparently, they were, a lot of them were ill, but, you know. Um, I was really disappointed with Arsenal, really. I, yeah, I, they were I, very blunt. I thought Man United did really well in closing the space down and not mm. giving them It was such a scrappy game, wasn't it? Was. it? In, the, in yeah. midfield, and that's a, a really moisy performance. <laughs> it was a moisy well performance. <laughs> <laughs> when Arsenal did have possession as well, their decision making was pretty poor. They right. were and often the execution picked the wrong ball. Also yeah, good. yeah. But it's interesting you say, Pete, I think you're right saying that Moyes set up his team, you've got Phil Jones in, in the centre of the park. Um, it was just to really try and stifle that incredibly creative and, midfield. And, and, and because they had their illnesses, because you had people like Anna that coming in that, who hadn't played, like you had players that hadn't played for a little while, mm. you, you were resorting to putting Bentner up front yeah. <laughs> late on in the game, who was horrific in his yeah, touches. Yeah, he will be. <laughs> well, he's not a very good player. Uh, mm. And yeah. people will say, oh yeah, but when he plays and when he starts and when he gets a run of games, he'll score. Yeah, he doesn't score that many. Yeah, and he doesn't score at the highest level either. <laughs> <laughs> that thinks he's Great Dane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought I thought that um, is what I thought. I thought that Manchester United were content. Yeah, what I thought to have uh, <laughs> to have that Arsenal have the ball, and they knew they could stop them um, creating by really closing the space down. Mm. It helped a lot that Ozil had one of his poorer games. He since did since he's, uh, since he's arrived, and even like simple passes for him were going wrong. It was just one yeah. of those games. Well, Giroud was, was very isolated as well. He didn't get the support he needed. I didn't think Vermaelen did too bad, by the way. No, I thought Vermaelen was fine. Yeah, it was. It was uh, in I fact, think... I was quite impressed with him having not played for so but long. Because he had a bit of a nightmare on the, at Old Trafford last year. Yeah, absolutely, and everyone was sort of expecting the same thing. Mm. But Chris Moore did very well, and Phil Jones did very well as well. Yes, so I think Rooney that... was a standout player for United for me. He was Again. everywhere. He ran them ragged, didn't he? I mean, you don't tend to like Phil Jones in the centre of the pitch, Luke. No. But when deployed like that, it's, it's not well, for, the I th- worst idea. I think there's always been, for me anyway, I've had qu- question marks um, over Smalling and Jones' quality, and then you want to see a player sort of nail down a role after a while. <laughs> and Jones will possibly be a centre-back going forward, I don't know, but he was exiting that middle 
game, uh, sorry, that middle sort of section of the park. But it, because, because I think though, the reason he looked so good mm. is because his job was completely reactive. Or it wasn't, okay. he, he wasn't yep. me, and he didn't really, he was, he was clearly given a brief, wasn't mm-hmm. he? And so Arsenal have got a very strong in that part of the pitch. So Phil Jones was given this sort of remit of just marauding around, spoiling everything he could. <laughs> yeah. and he, almost, he almost took Chesney's head off at one yeah. point with his and own then, head. Then <laughs> Flamini um, <laughs> got his revenge. <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. And so, and so it was, it was, and and of course I'm not I'm not belittling that role. You need to have that role sometimes. Yeah. And at the end of the day, Manchester United have won the game, so it's, it's great for them. Mm. It worked perfectly. Like, the set piece goal, fine. It just depends whether Manchester United are used to playing that way. Mm. Not really, are they? Mm. You say a team comes to Old Trafford, you want to see Man United sort of swashbuckling their way to a win. Mm. Now, of course, they'll take any win they can get because it's a transitional period for them. Mm-hmm. They're, on, they're on a good run and the win. Only the five win. points off the top now. Of course. Well, there's only six points separate the top eight teams on there. So yeah. it's really mm. close up there. So it's a yeah. massive win for them. They're really important. A, yeah. Um, as, as it, from an Arsenal point of view, it, it wasn't as, as sort of demoralising a defeat as it could have been. No. Because obviously Arsenal was still top um, going into the international break. And I mean, lost it was turgid. But they weren't taken apart. No, 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 no I'm saying... Was, exactly. That's last the, year was 8-2, wasn't you've it? You've lost to Manchester... That was two years ago. You've lost to Manchester... And also I think that was a dream. Lost the game still top, Jim. Exactly. So it's, I think you know, there's still a confidence there. It's not. We spoke before about a lot of people expecting the wheels to come off during this tough run, and they've they've lost two of those tough games and won two of those tough games. So I think you know it's it's not been a disaster. I think the mental strength is still there. Would I think you, it's certainly growing. Would it, be, it have been a much worse match if you'd faced Manchester United last season, for example? Because oh, I've read that like, Man United has the so. worst passing accuracy of like a oh, good really? five years or something like that. I may have just made that up in my head, but certainly. Well, yeah, who's going to check? I was going to check. I was also thinking as a factor is that. Like, like the games they played midweek, I mean, Arsenal played against Dortmund, mm. big game away from home, and Man United played uh, in Sociedad mm. at like a snail's pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a pretty dull game, and Man United made changes, whereas Arsenal didn't really make that many changes, so mm. I think that told a little bit as well. Mm. well. That was a hell of a match for Arsenal as well. It was a really, really Yeah, that was, uh, I think they were excellent, but they had to really, sure, really grind. Jim, Jim, something that I've, I noticed about um, Arsene Wenger and uh, the figure he cut after the game. In Previous years, we've seen Wenger after these big games be a bit downbeat and moan mm. about the referee and be a, a come across a little bit sulky. Mm. After the game, he was very much, you know, well, the team needs to bounce back. I mean, shame, but we'll move on. And uh, quite a different um, yeah. attitude. And I thought, actually, that would probably have an effect on the players if indeed he takes that attitude. I mean, I don't know what goes on in the dressing room or on the training ground. Well, but yeah, that was very interesting. In previous seasons, my reaction to a defeat at Old Trafford, even like some of the awful ones, uh, would have just been like, ugh. But now... It Which was his as like, well. Yeah, indeed. But mm. now it just sort of feels like, all right, well, let's just regroup and try and beat them at the Emirates. Yeah. They're not a good team. Yeah. Not, it doesn't necessarily mean an awful lot that they lost at Old Trafford. That's right. Because the, I'll tell you something, we mentioned it earlier, all these teams at the top are going to drop points. There's mm. no standard. Well, it, it actually went very well for Arsenal, given that most teams did as well. Mm. Um, uh, my main concern is if Olivier Giroud gets injured, um, because both Podolski and Walcott are out, and uh, that, that you, Enben's in there, isn't he, straight <laughs> yeah. away. So, yeah. I mean, it, I, hopefully those two players will be back by the end of the international break, but mm. yeah. we need a... Yeah, that could be a disaster. Could be a disaster. Um, so, Manchester United won 1-0. Not the only United to win 1-0 on the weekend, eh, Petey? Mm. Spurs nil, Newcastle United won, Lloyd Remy scored, and Tim Krull did the rest. Yeah, <laughs> his kicking wasn't very good, though, was it? He used to have work on that. He shanked a lot of that into what the What is happening here? I mean, there was a, a much better performance when they went out in the League Cup, um, the Capital One Cup to uh, Manchester City. Mm. Then they beat Chelsea. 
Yeah, I, that I, would go away to Spurs and win. I think Spurs is uh, finishing was slightly suspect. There was oh, a lot was. of drilled Krull shots. Was, I think. But, Krull but, Krull was but Krull was, you know, fantastic. Three of those, like, three of those saves from Krull were, were world class. Yeah. A lot of the others were right yeah. at him. Yeah. So to make them. It was poor finishing from Spurs. Soldado yeah. had a header he just should have buried. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think the problem with Spurs at the moment is they're so ponderous. They're so, like, <laughs> yeah, they, they overplay are. it so much. Mm. When, when they're at home, it gives the away team, Bear in mind, Newcastle have already scored by this point. It gives the away team so much time to sort of dig themselves in and set mm. themselves up to, to not be broken down. And okay, you can say Spurs are a lot of shots and stuff, but getting the ball past the keeper and into the net is part of the breaking a team down <laughs> program. <laughs> You've still got to yeah. score. That is effectively the breach. The most, po- the most important point. Yeah, that is the tipping point, isn't it? <laughs> I, thought, I thought the first half of Newcastle was probably the best I've seen this season, but second half, they just let... Spurs run on them, but luckily enough, Spurs aren't just just aren't playing uh, to to anywhere near their capacity at all. They just yeah. don't seem like yeah. they they just they fall to pieces in the box. I think. So but I mean, a couple of I don't know. It's probably not the same now, but a week or so ago, it was Spurs' best ever start to a season, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. they're still going very yeah, but well. They still can't score, can they? they just mm. Cannot. That's score. the baffling thing. They, they're going to click at some point. But Someone's they, getting. I didn't expect hiding off. Yeah. I did expect Defoe to come on and score because he does. He when does have they do got full quite a lot? To, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's the question. That's what they were looking for. But that, that's an excellent point about Defoe. Is they can't score. Soldado has put away a few penalties, whatever it is. Should Defoe be given a bit more of a run out in that team? Perhaps. He's he he the man the most threatening. He knows how to score a goal and knows how to score. Goal gets in your castle, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they're, they're, don't we all? I think they've got to stick with Solada. Really, it's almost like he's a big sign, and, he's, and he is a good player. I just don't think they're playing to a way that suits him currently. I mean, if you look at all the goals he scored mm. when he's back in Spain. They're almost like snapshot goals or off the shoulder goals or volleys from the independent area. And, and Spurs are so slow getting the ball. They've got fast players. Mm. But, and, and they've got they've also got a real annoying amount of predictability to their play. So, so you'll say that. Townsend, for example, yeah. every time he gets the ball, does the same thing, and then mm. and then some people will say, "Oh yeah, but people double up on Townsend." Well, if that's the case, if he's being doubled up upon because it, people see him should as a leave threat, space the elsewhere. other players should be exploiting that space. Mm. They're expensive players; they should know how to score goals. And you cannot rely on a penalty here and a penalty there every game. They've scored nine goals in eleven games. Nowhere near mm. good enough. It's no. But I, I think I think on, on the Newcastle side, it, it was a very very good team performance from Newcastle. I thought players like Gufran, players like bloody Shoramio. Sure, I, I thought Williams was excellent. Well, again. Williamson. And, and well, he's keeping Colagini out the team effectively. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I think it's, he's had a good the, season. Uh, yeah, he has to, to a certain extent. It, I think it's just telling that you know Colagini can't get can't get a game <laughs> the last couple of weeks. Mm. So um, the, hair, the hair quota is decreasing. Mm. I don't think I necessarily agree that they need to play Soldado because he's been such a big signing. I think you know putting Defoe back in there maybe does send the message to him that he's got to work hard because if if you sign big players like that and then sort of you know just let them do whatever they want does it not send the message that oh, oh, we feel like we're lucky to have you almost is it yeah sort of but it also I think you've also got to look at the long game and think about the confidence of the player I mean he's adjusting to, to uh, a diff- different league a different lifestyle you know I think it's the same with Lamella to a certain extent. Lamella comes on, or well, Lamella plays in the Europa League, does well. He doesn't really get a look in the side. Mm. Townsend's been below par for ages. So, you know, well, not for ages, but for a few games. With the Soldado thing, you've got to put confidence in your player. You've got to say to him, look, we paid this amount of money for you. We think you're a good player. That's why we bought you. You can't just bomb him out if he doesn't play well for a few games. You've got to give him time to find his feet. And mm. maybe it's been that Villas-Burs is playing the long game and, think, and he thinks that Soldado's really good in training if he gets one or two, he'll, he'll fly. Because he doesn't seem to be showing a lack of confidence. But he's taking penalties well and, and he's working really hard. 
Um, but I, like I said, I just don't think the way they play really suits how Soldado blocks to play the game. That's all. Is there maybe an argument as well that because Spurs played on Thursday, there's again yeah, more tiredness there? Of course, yeah, yeah. But he's got a big enough squad to rotate. Yeah. Mm. And that's I, why Defoe is playing in Europe, I yeah. suppose. I couldn't believe that Gomez, Herrera, Gomez yeah. was still there. I thought he'd <laughs> gone ages Third ago. He's been piping up, hasn't he? Yeah. He, got a, he got a spot on the bench. Yeah. That's dreams, incredible, isn't dreams. it? Not good enough. They no. used to. Brazilian caps and all that yeah, sort no, of stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, he obviously needs a move. It's a funny it? one. It's a funny one. Mm. Um, but Newcastle beat only two points behind Manchester City mm. now. Yeah, it's Jack Allenwick. I uh, feel sorry for our third keeper. He's not getting a look in. <laughs> really, <laughs> he's not going to have a very good Christmas. Well, um, uh, uh, are Sunderland going to have a good Christmas? They beat Manchester City one 0 Phil Barsley with a nice finish. Wes oh, Brown was magnificent. He, was. Mm, he, he really, really was. was. Thirty-four years old now. Wes Brown. <laughs> Get him <laughs> on the plane. Tw- tw- was it twenty-two months out of injury? He's had such a long time out of injury to on come back and perform like that. On, mm. the, on the plane? Yeah, well, <laughs> on the plane, <laughs> back to the hospital. <laughs> he, uh, he, um, he was excellent. I tipped, I tipped someone to win that game all week, and you can check my Twitter feed if you don't believe me. <laughs> Man City away from home, which is a completely different proposition. It's the fourth <laughs> loss of the season. <laughs> They're it? rubbish. They've lost, was it? Away they, from home. Haven't they lost, didn't they lose four away games in total last season? And mm. They've lost four already this season. And they've not even played that many good teams yet. No. Check, yeah, there check Twitter. A Villa, check Cardiff, Twitter. and... Um, and now Sunderland, I forget the other one. Um, uh, but Seb Larson should have been sent off, should he not? Yeah, but the, yeah, he was the, lucky the referee's position basically meant he got away with it because the, the ref- referee was behind Larson, so Larson's body yeah. hid the hid where the where the foot was. Sure. It's a t- horrendous tackle. It, the, the tackle was ridiculous, yeah. and City would feel very aggrieved by that. But Man City, they're just not creating any real chances, are they? They're also so. Tell you what, you take company and the stars out of that back four. Mm. But they're just, they're just like two different teams home and away. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it, if you look at them at home, they are creating chances. Aguero and Negredo are, are incredible together. They're yeah. doing really, really well. But w- why, why have they got this like well, sickness three, on the three road? Point, three points on the road is it? Is that all? I think it's a three or six. I don't remember. Yeah, well, they've, they've not got not many. Enough. They've lost a lot of games away, mm. and yet against Norwich at home, you say it's only Norwich. But I mean, you know, are they walking to the games? Yeah. <laughs> that might- <laughs> must be it. They set off on the Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, it is a strange one. Um, and, and Pellegrini's got to sort that out pretty quickly. Because they're already, I mean, they're point uh, behind Manchester United. And they'll only go further adrift if, if they keep losing games. That's how it works. Mm. I think they're only, they're beating Man City, uh, sorry, they're beating West Ham away, haven't they? That, I think they, they one win in six. They put that to bed. Do yeah. you think, um, has he, uh, had more of an eye on the on the Champions League, perhaps, because I'm sure that would have been um, in his remit. Come on, it's not good enough, though, is it? The amount of money at their disposal, the amount yeah, of players sure. on that team. Yeah, I think I think what it is is uh, some of those players. You now, like I say, you take to, you take company as club captain, and a big player for them out. You take the stars, which is a good quality, you know, young defender mm. out. That that makes it a whole different back four. They've got their own goalkeeping problems. They're open to Limon's on occasions he came in. Didn't really show himself in a lot of glory with the Sunderland goal. He possibly could have saved it. Mm. Um, They've got problems at the back, but you've got to look at people like so. So, well, I've got a real beer in my bonnet about Yaya Torre, right? Because yeah. he gets all the credit, all the plaudits when he has a good game, and he's a colossus when he's on form. Yeah. But I've seen him in the flesh more than once, just go completely missing. And, <clears> and the most notable one is in the FA Cup final last season. It's the cup mm. final, yeah. Man City haven't, you know, no disrespect to City, but they've not showered themselves in trophies over the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. They're in a cup final against a team who have been, who have been relegated, you know. Yaya Torre was anonymous in that game. Him and Nasri were a disgrace. They were just wandering around, not really getting involved in the game. And I think he switches off Torre. I don't think he was great against Sunderland either. They've, and if, 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 you've got to question 
So I know Nasri's picked up a bit since the start of the season, but you've got to question a player like Yaya Torre of his quality and of his wage packet and of his importance to that mm. squad going away from home. And I'm, I'm sorry, but he just doesn't fancy it. He doesn't fancy it. Well, they, they've it's had not, that. It's not good enough. They've had that aimed at them before, haven't they? That there's an element of the journeyman of, mm. uh, of some of, the, of their players. Mercenary journeyman. Yeah. Do you think that's fa- yeah? Not journeyman mercenaries, perhaps mm. a better word. Jim, do you think that's fair? Well, I think that's a, you make a very fair point, Luke. Um, he, he does just does seem to disappear for games at, at a time. And Nasri is, is another great example of that. It took him a lot. I mean, when City signed him, he'd been one of the best players in the league the season before yeah. when he was at Arsenal. And he just immediately dropped off, almost like well, like he'd earned his right to sort of coast a little bit. And I think they do have too many players like that. And also, for a player like Edin Dzeko, like... Can he be that motivated if he knows he's a bit part player when he's Edin Dzeko? He's a, he's a superb player. He'd start for most clubs. Do you think? I think it's it's the mercenaries and also the complacency. Manchester United fans like to say that um, obviously their recent history is far more glorious than Manchester City's. Mm. That's obvious. But when when a player goes to um, Manchester United, the the history is there. They are yeah. told there is there's a responsibility when yeah. you play for a club like that. You're mm. joining us, mate. Do you yeah. know what I mean? We're happy to have you here. But you, this is where you're coming into. Look at the trophy room. Look at the history. Look at yeah. this, that, and the other. You've arrived, Manchester, not we've arrived, yeah, right. Manchester City is very much. Oh, you guys have made us great. Mm. And when the emphasis is like that, it can be a little bit dangerous. I, I think that it's it's a case of when you went when you. I mean, it's maybe different under Moyes. We'll wait and see. But it's an institution you sign for. When you go there, you know what's expected. Yes, of you. you know and. And not, I don't want to be too unfavourable to Man City because they, you know, oh, they're a great club they and they've domin- got a great history. And as well. they dominated parts of the game against Sunderland, the, yeah. the possession and stuff like that. But the point was, I just thought, just as a casual observer watching the game, and I've seen City a few times in the flesh over the last couple of years. I saw players like Larson and players like Brown and players like Barsley who got his goal. Mm. Um, yeah, right foot of playing at left back. You know, I saw them working their socks off. You know, mm. completely dominating areas of the field in terms of making it difficult for City and just working harder. And I don't see how it's acceptable for Manchester City to go, oh, we've got a bit of a shoddy away record. Well, it's not good enough. No. The players are getting paid an awful lot of money to perform. And Man City fans will be going to Sunderland to watch that game and expecting a win. And, and they, they, didn't even, they didn't even really look that bothered I, me. I just think Manchester City, they uh, are a little bit distracted by the fact that, you know, the Champions League is now... Uh, going to BT Sport, you know. Uh-huh, so they're not yeah. playing for the public. They're no, not playing for true. the supporters. They're playing for Lovejoy. They are. They are. That, so they got no to good. concentrate on that competition. That's no good. That was not until 2015, Peter. They're not careful. They won't be in it, boys. Still, <laughs> still horrible. That though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the BT Sport thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, the, but I'm surprised it hasn't fans, I'm surprised it hasn't happened earlier. To be fair, there was a great article. I think it was in the Telegraph um, about this, and it just said it's fitting, really, that Lovejoy was the one that, to break this to us. <laughs> and, uh, I think um, someone said. Uh, about Jake Humphreys when he said, you know, it's so exciting, football fans will um, will have all the Champions League games all in one place. And he was like, oh, yeah, because it's such a drag having to change the channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly. laughs> we don't turn up to the studio. You know? yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's all to come in, in, in future seasons. We're talking about this one. Um, so a uh, great win for, for, for Sunderland as well. Before we move on from the Premier League, uh, Jonathan Walters made his 100th consecutive start in the league, the longest current run in the Premier League, according to Opta Joe, scored as well. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's particularly impressive when you realise for, for reasonable amounts of those starts, he's not been that good. 
Well, he's been a good player, I think, overall. <laughs> he, he works hard and stuff, and but yeah, he went for that period of missing all sorts of penalties. Oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, no, but it's a good achievement, isn't it? For an outfield yeah, player. Yeah, it's incredible. It? <laughs> it is a good achievement, yeah, yeah. Are we ready to move to the Championship anymore? I've not even made one consecutive appearance in the Premier League. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't, I can't yeah, but you've speak. not been given a chance. <laughs> True. It's, it's not your fault. 30 goals and 110. Is that right? Dart or something. Mm. That's not great as a striker. He's not <laughs> a striker, though. He's a midfielder. Yeah. Well, he's he is. A forward. Is he? Yes. No, he's, he's a forward. He's Jonathan Walters. That's yeah. all he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's a forward, Marcus. He's, I'm not having this. He's what wants to I'm not having this midfield I think, wank. I think you were. Uh, <laughs> I beg your pardon. I think uh, you've been a bit hard on him. said last time you were playing, wasn't it? <laughs> 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 it's a corner. Um, anyway, let's go on to the championship. There was a derby. Leicester City 0, Nottingham Forest 2. Oh. Pardon? Tuzo. Tuzo. Mm. The Nuge. Um, the Nuge. The, or, 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 he couldn't be what his name, his new nickname that the we've difference. given him. Yeah, the Wait, difference. He was, was a difference for Forrest. Uh, <laughs> Still he living mi- up to it. He missed the, pe- talking of missing penalties. Yeah, mm. not good enough. There you go. Not good enough. <laughs> not good enough for the night of the realm. Um, which <laughs> it definitely is. Not yet. <laughs> Leicester, uh, they dominate the early part. Simon Cox, um, put Forrest ahead. And, uh, Jamie Mackey made it two in the second half. And, uh, King Billy Davis. A wonderful win King there. Billy <laughs> they call him King Billy in, in his house. Um, <laughs> it's which is a castle, presumably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a great win for Forrest, Pete. It is. Hooray for Forrest. Well, they're they're never going to go to the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, never going to happen. They had two really annoying defeats before that, and so to win that derby yeah. was massive for them. Yeah. Especially the weekend where no, nobody else won. But you know what that derby was all about. You used to live in Leicester, didn't you? I do, yeah. It's huge. Huge. Gigantic. It's, it's huge for the new. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, but it's a really good win. They were the only team um, in the top six to win Wood, 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 Wood Forest. Yeah. Uh, but Burnley drew one all Bournemouth. Ranty with a peach. Mm. Um, uh, on Reading, his debut. Yeah. No less. Uh, Reading drew one all with QPR. Joe Barton's got a free kick there. Joe Barton also did a very odd thing. I don't know if anyone saw yeah, it. Yeah, on, um, what, it wasn't uh, so much a stamp. It was Danny Guthrie, wasn't it? Mm. It was sort of just like la- laid out on the floor after something. And then Barton just dropped a bottle of water on his balls and then very gently stepped on them. And Guthrie didn't seem to react well, it at d- all. He gave him a little sort of jiggle. A little testicle jiggle, didn't he, with his foot? Very oh, serious. <laughs> I missed this. Have you I ever was, done that? I was, speaking of, uh, Giving someone a testy jiggle. I've been told. I've been told. <laughs> like that. People have, uh, someone wants another haircut. Guthrie's, he's gone Ooh, for the full on 99 taxi driver Mohawk. Weird. Yeah, it's bad. Weird. He looks weird. like an ex-con. Uh, <laughs> or a future Ironically, con. given he was being assaulted by Joe Biden, who is an ex-con? <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's talk about Ross McCormack. Five shots, four goals. Mm. For Leeds away mm. to Charlton. Mm. Um, awesome. the last one was a lovely free kick. A whole performance. Mm. Just I, one off a glut. I did think when, um, mm. I did think when Brian McDermott was asked, I think he was asked in the post-match <laughs> interview, is Ross McCormack, um, good enough for, for a Premier League team? And Brian McDermott went, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, normally, normally, what would a manager say? Twat. <laughs> a manager would say normally, um, yes he is, and I'd like to see him achieve that with, uh, with Legion United. Yeah. It, Brian McDermott just went, yeah, of course he is. I was like, well, carry on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> January's not that far away. And he's yeah. going, cheap, cheap, cheap. Yeah. <laughs> he's not at the camera. Do you want to see what happened with Luke and Becky? Fire careful. sale. Yeah. Do you remember when um, uh, Chris Waddle prayed for Bradford City under Chris Kamara? Yes, younger listeners, that's a sentence that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's um, a video game, Chris Kamara. <laughs> yeah. Kamara was in charge of Bradford City and Waddle played for them. And like, every week, Kamara kept saying, my chairman's going to hate me for saying this, but Waddle should be playing a higher standard. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually he did. And Chris and, and Kamara. Kamara yeah, Kamara doesn't manage now, does he? Yeah. Waddle doesn't play. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't manage to be professional. When, when Portsmouth uh, signed Prozanecki when they were in the second tier, <laughs> uh, 
Like, <laughs> Harry Red, uh, well, not Harry Red, I forget who it was now. Someone, someone was saying, um, someone around Portsmouth, it might be Mandarich, the chairman at the time, was, was saying, for me, he's in a, he should be in a world 11. Like, no, <laughs> he's like, he's, he's, ah, he's let on. himself down. He's like two stone overweight. He's no way he's in the world 11. <laughs> like, I love him, do you know what I mean? But he, he, was, he was massively over-egging the pudding, mm. you know. Dear, oh, the dear. pudding that he let her eat. <laughs> yeah, which was then fully consumed by him. <laughs> One sitter. <laughs> oh, well, um, a good weekend in the championship. And the FA Cup first round um, mm. is, uh, has been uh, started because there's a lot of replays, as you'd expect. Um, a, little, a few we're going to pick out here. Brentford 5, Staines 0. Local derby, Juve Rosler's men beat Marcus Gale's men. Great mm. stuff. First mention on the round ball, hopefully not the last, for Kadeem Harris, who scored the goal of the round. Yeah. Took the ball just inside the, uh, the, uh, the spot of the halfway line took a few touches and rifled it in the top mm, corner lovely. third goal right but UT it was a third mm, I think yeah mm, lovely goal uh, non-league Macclesfield beat league one Swindon one of the... is that the second time in a row they've knocked him out of the cup is that right fact fans that's a massive win for that question fans yeah, a yeah. win a win is a great result 4-0 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah society were hammering <clears throat> I think they did that last season um, I may be mistaken <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to this for fact. No. Um, other non-league sides that are through round two: Salisbury, Dover, Kidderminster, Welling United, Wrexham. It's weird to think Wrexham mm. non-league side. Tamworth and a handful of other teams have got um, replays. Yeah, Mansfield hammered St Albans City, and uh, Mansfield have only just climbed back up, haven't they? Yeah, eight-one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mansfield have got this young, away this young him. Iranian English uh, kid. Uh, it was part of the Southampton youth setup, and he said, oh, yeah. "You can't always make a Gareth Bale. <laughs> <laughs> some of them have to play for Mansfield." <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Stourbridge. Well, some of them will win an eight-one peak. So yeah. the jokes on you, pal. <laughs> Stourbridge um, beat Biggles Wade Town. Biggles Wade Town is in Hertfordshire, mm. very nice part of the world. Four-one, both Southern uh, League Premier League uh, team. Um, super Super Pompey got knocked out. Yeah. Why Stephen is away? Disappointing. Uh, Biggles Wade uh, Town is a nice name. The English uh, uh, first round, FA Cup first round, doesn't throw up as many nice. Names is the Scottish Cup. No, first Bucky, Thistle, Bucky Thistle, Ockinlock Talbot. Is yeah, a good one. there's some really good ones. Deveron Vale, I like. Uh huh. Eh. From, <laughs> from, from, from last uh, from last year, Bonnie Rigrose. Oh, come on. Now, here's a fact for you. Which Hollywood actor once played for Bonnie Rigrose? Sean Connery. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Sean Connery. Yeah. How's go. about that? Brilliant. Mm. Um, we're going to go to the Gloucester Northern Senior League. The big one. Oh. Um. And uh, Sordley AFC play by the Forest of Dean. Now, we reported on a similar story um, about this sort of thing a few years ago, um, and it's, it's come up again. Their pitch was torn up by wild boars. Wild boars! <laughs> <laughs> nice, Pete, nice. Wild boars! Wild boars! <laughs> Uh, uh, to be honest, the sound the sound clips there from last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, any any old listeners to show remember probably two or three years ago. Um, How many times have you l- hovered over that to delete it and gone, <laughs> no, no, not yet. This may happen again. Yeah. It'll come back. Well, you're right, Pete, because um, there was a boar expert down um, by the pitch, and he said that they are creatures of habit. <laughs> because it's a cut field, they like it better so they can get the worms and grubs. They just like to get in there quickly and dig up what they're looking for. Bouvet mm. Rossler! <laughs> was not involved. Yeah, he, not, he, he was not at all. He was in He's the, pre- the Shola Amiobi. Uh, 
He was in the previous. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> we interrupted someone effects. else's radio show. <laughs> um, but yeah, so wild boars are um, tearing up the pitch. It would cost in excess of a thousand pounds. Luke, maybe if you nip down there, you get a chance to play against loads of pigs. Like you That'd be to. brilliant. That's the closest you'll get. Well, I'll, 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 I'll get the feeling Marcus you... is about to launch an appeal to raise money to uh, <laughs> to, to have them shot or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what the players? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is one or the other. This should be. This should be an appeal for each. Yeah. And whoever wins gets to live. This is the third time wild boars have had their wicked way with the club's pitch. Wow. So I'm not, I can't honestly remember I mean, if this was the one. I doing this at night, and not doing this mm. when, the, when the game's happening. It would be a bit of a bold it's, thing to do. <laughs> it's annoying that we missed the second one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We, were, <laughs> we were right on there for the first one. <laughs> or maybe it was the second one, Jim, yeah, I don't maybe. know. Um, I like the fact, though, that, because um, sometimes when you watch uh, wildlife programmes and you see the glorious nature of other countries and you think, oh, England, what have we got? English nature's back, baby. I would love to see that. Just some wild boar just tearing up a football pitch. Wild It'd be balls. a magnificent spectacle mm. in HD. Mm. I think I've felt like tearing up a football pitch going to watch Pompey more than once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the wild boars live down in Pompey. I, I can relate to it. I can relate <laughs> to it. Yeah. Maybe that's what they should do if, like, if you're if you're a really bad side and uh, a really really passing team is going to come. Yeah. You know, like when when I don't know um, when Arsenal go away to certain teams or whatever, they should get the wild boars in and go, "Hey, I'll Wenger, play on that." <laughs> I, I reckon like um, Wenger doesn't play, mate. Just the manager. Well, yeah, yeah. Mother, Na Mother Nature's Nature. trying to get um, her own back because uh, of that man who punched that horse that like, Newcastle <laughs> <off>, fan. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the wild boars yeah. heard of this and yeah. thought, "We're not having it." That's war. That yeah. is war. <laughs> Well, that, is, that, is our, kingdom. that is our Archduke Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> 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 Took them a long time to get organised, but yeah. my God, they have. Well, it's yeah. a bit of unfair on Solely AFC, but, you know, someone had to take it. Yeah, I'm indeed. Afraid. No, but we wish them that... And we won't, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Football Ramble. <laughs> What's happening? I was just ending the, ending the section. Further. You're trying to groom me for a radio DJ. <laughs> I was ending the section. Oh, okay. journeying into your mind further mm. and further each week. Don't get fresh with me. <laughs> Pete, do the Serie A jingle. Oh, you haven't got one. Um, Unprofessional. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. We're going to Serie A. We're going mm. to Serie A. Um, where Juventus beat... Heavy hit after heavy yeah. hit. <laughs> <laughs> Serie A. I'm a bit of that. Boom. Uh, Juventus beat Napoli 3-0 in the big one there. Second versus third. Uh, Lorente is in a, a fine uh, vein. Didn't take yeah. him long, did it? No, only mm. a, a minute or two. Pirlo scored a great free kick. Yeah, with, like, with very little run-up as you well. You can't... How do you defend that? I mean, you've, you've got the ball. It's up and over the ball. It's perfect. Yeah. Don't give away stupid free kicks in that area when Pirlo's <laughs> finally getting it. Simple as that. <laughs> Honestly, it was, it's not even an issue then. It's yeah. absolutely glorious free kick. It's not Swansea around the did. wall. He's not swung it. It's up and over. The, Wonderful the, the, the technique. The thing that makes Pirlo less cool than everyone says he is, is there's a little known fact that he actually does run around after the referee all game going, oh, come on, ref, give us a free kick. <laughs> come on. Come I'm really on. good at the... It's really good. <clears throat> I'll show you. Yeah. Did, you see him in the, did you see him do the interview in the Halloween mask the other, I the other week? I didn't see that, no. He came out to do a regular interview, he was in a suit, he didn't make any comment and he had a just full Halloween mask. Oh, footballers. I know. Mm. Just an example of the laughs. Uh, Paul Pogba's goal, which was a beauty, mm, and probably boy. the pick of the game, mm. where he flicked it up and volleyed it. Got an issue with that, a lot of people have been piping up, I don't use the phrase piping up lightly. You say so, it all the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, it doesn't mean I say it lightly. Uh, so, <laughs> saying it was a hectic, oh great, headers and volleys type goal. Incorrect. You cannot set yourself up for no. a volley in headers and volleys. You'd be straight in goal. Yeah. And <laughs> rightly so. That's right. That is spot on. Well, yeah. he, basically, he basically said that he, I actually miscontrolled it for the, the first touch. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He was lucky he managed to get all of it. 
<laughs> I'm not having that headers and volleys talk. No. If, if you if you think that you've not played the correct version of headers and volleys, you've not played headers and volleys to the highest level. No, no, no exactly. Mm. So what do you know about the game? Mm. Mm. Yeah, they're playing some lovely stuff. Hey. Um, Roma drew one all at home with Sassuolo. And they're the team that got hammered. 7 0 away, um, no, uh, no, no, at home to Inter. Yeah. Although they did get a point, I think, at Napoli. But they're, they're the newly promoted side, but Roma drawing for the second time in a row. What are they playing at, Jim? I've slipped Football, before. But just not as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jim, you agree with this. I slipped before last week. I sat this week. Garcia out. <laughs> it's not good enough. It's not good enough. If you. <laughs> If you're going to set yourself that higher standard and then fall below that standard, I'm talking about you, Mr. Wenger, mm-hmm. out. <laughs> well, both of those managers are top of the leagues, top of their leagues. Mm. Wenger out. Um, they're a point <laughs> above Juventus now, so. Yeah, I mean, they've still, still not lost and they've only conceded three goals all season. It's not bad. But mm. but watch out because Inter are coming back into it. And so are those wild boars. They're only seven points off the top. They beat Livorno 2 0, but the big story was 40 year old Javier Zanetti made the his comeback. Immortal Javier Zanetti. Seven months out and the made Bernard a Bernard Hopkins of football. His <laughs> <laughs> arthritic knees just grinding its way. <laughs> he made a substitute anyway. appearance towards the end of the match. Um, but I quite like what um, Mazzari said um, about uh, Zanetti. He said, if the boys want to become greats, then they should have a look at the example set um, by Zanetti. And what he did in only 10 minutes on the field to come back to his age is such uh, an incredible achievement. And uh, he's bionic. I quite liked. He is bionic. If he is bionic, then that's not Well, there's not the allowed. secret, yeah. That's not allowed. <laughs> well, isn't it? <laughs> well, probably know, not it a may rule. Be allowed. It may yeah. be allowed. Yeah. How bionic can you be? Yeah. FIFA will probably just <laughs> out a 300 euro fine. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's true. Um, so do one of those ba- do one of those banners saying no um, racism towards bonnet people. <laughs> <laughs> that is the Serie A roundup, there, mm. ladies and gentlemen. Before we go to Pete's game, uh, yes, if you're a new listener to the show, that is what constitutes a roundup. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, that's yeah. a whole country, yeah. a whole major <laughs> footballing nation. League. Couple of minutes done, Top tucked away, yeah. sorted. There were some other games as well, <laughs> yeah. if you wonder. Shut up, Jim. Give it a go. Na- Footy Jim's good. Name them, Jim. Name the other oh, games. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> shall we go to the FIFA house? FIFA house. Um, we? We've uh, not been invited again, but we're going to go there. Not a bazaar. Mm. It's the FIFA house. <laughs> <laughs> Set Blatter has said that the 2022 World Cup in Qatar will not be played in January or February because the Winter Olympics are taking place in that t- at that time, and it would be disrespectful to the Olympic family. <laughs> Seemingly, it's okay to massively disrespect the footballing family. Got, is that, isn't it his job, job to do that, though? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, no, no, we can't have it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Winter Olympics. Yeah. The, the head of the Premier League and all the other leagues <laughs> in the world, everybody going, what? Yeah. what the, no, there's there's well, no crossover. <laughs> not, not in Qatar. <laughs> do you know why he said he was like, well, some of the media partners and some of the uh, sponsors and all, it's similar, and it was just, no, 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 no. no, no. no. There's a chance we could diversify our money pie here. A <laughs> <laughs> money pie. Do you get the hint? Yeah. End, end of point. <laughs> That's what they have in the FIFA canteen. It's a money pie. Yeah. yeah. Have we got chicken and mushroom? Nah. Just money again. <laughs> Pure gold. <laughs> molten gold. I'll have a platinum pie. <laughs> <laughs> platinum I, I, pie. Yes, I know I had one yesterday, but I like them. <laughs> platinum pie. No, I like that. Pie, sorry. Yeah. Very good, Jim. Um, yeah, he... Um, he said, we need to see how the next World Cup can be played uh, in November, December, and this won't be until the next World Cup is done. So after Brazil 2014, they'll, they'll see. But um, he's been asked about the possibility of another country co-hosting the World Cup with Qatar. Um, I think Qatar and 
Finland. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, I bloody love it to be in Finland. Do you know what? Right, he he said the United Emirates they'd be keen, and he, yeah, that makes sense. A footballing hotbed of talent. Uh, no, so it's not. You could sorry. use the same slebs. Um, yeah. ooh, oh come dear. on. Well, what? more. Well, no, that. it's a fair point. I, when I said sorry, football hotbed of talent, I didn't mean that. As in, um, there's a lot of football activity going on at late level, that kind of stuff, and yeah. one thing or another. Um, or he said Iran. Yeah, Iran. not Iran. not a problem. Really. Iran. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, 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 <laughs> no takers. <laughs> no takers. <laughs> I don't. What I don't. The thing I don't like about the world of football is we're doing a show on football here now. And the next bit is going to be about an apparent in quotes an apparent slave problem. It's. Good. Yeah. I shouldn't have to have to comment on. Uh, it's no, good to remind that. people that this is a football joke. Yeah, I know. Actually, we should have to talk about like Bangladeshi, Bangladeshis having their visas taken off, taken off them, have their passports taken off them to make some stadiums for a football tournament, uh-huh. yeah. which is already ridiculous. Well, <laughs> Pete, you say that. <laughs> what, what, what does what, Franz Beckenbauer? Franz Beckenbauer <laughs> saying, I have not seen a single slave in Qatar. Oh, no, egg on your face, the... Pete Johnson. <laughs> oh, you feel like an idiot yeah. now. Oh. Case closed, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Detective yeah. You know those investigative journalists who uncovered nonsense? Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, and Franz says, I don't know where these reports come from. Well, I can send you a few links, yeah. you prick. It's the slaves themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been to Qatar and have a... Have a completely different picture of it. Of course you do, yeah. you corporate slag. You mean wine and dine? It's been <laughs> hidden from you, Franz. You. They're not going to give you a slave to take home, are they? As part. Well, of the- hang on a minute. <laughs> because we are talking about the FIFA football family here. <laughs> if Franz Fern, uh, Franz Fern, Franz. <laughs> <laughs> Take me out. Let me out. (laughs) (laughs) If Franz Beckenbauer turns up at a stadium, like, they'll know he's coming. It'll be like Home Alone. They'll all have, like, cardboard cutouts of the people. Yeah, we're all happy. We're We're not slaves. Mm. It's fine. Franz Franz Beckenbauer actually finished the point by saying, I think my opinion is more realistic. (laughs) He actually said that. I've been there. I've been there. Marcus, I think you can fill us in on what else Beckenbauer's been up to lately um, to to show sort of how credible his opinion is. Slaves don't exist. Aliens do. Aliens, yeah. <laughs> have come to take. If anybody's seen that thing on YouTube, ah, oh, this Franz- is why football. This is like Franz Beckenbauer used to <sighs> Help be. Me. Used to be uh, <laughs> extraordinarily classy, talented, <laughs> and very, very high-achieving football player and manager. Yeah. And he's been really reduced to this. This is what football <laughs> does to people. I'd argue that this isn't football's fault. This is money's fault, and this is FIFA's fault. <sighs> yeah, like. Give yeah. me strength, Beckenbauer. You know, <laughs> like imagine if you're one of the the workers in Qatar. You know, it's going on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? People are dying for f- goodness Look sake. Look at the fucking body bags. Yeah. it's not like there isn't yeah. body bags. And, you know and, what I mean? and he has a voice in football. He turned <laughs> around and went, even if he didn't know, but and he went, well, if that's happening and, and it's terrible, and I think we need to make sure. And blah blah blah. If he just turned around and goes, no, it's not happening. What a prick? Yeah, I agree. Do you know what I mean? Like, for fuck's sake, you know, it's absolute disgrace that yeah, he just, really it's, it's shocking. Oh no, that's not happening, don't worry about it. Bollocks, absolute bollocks. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, uh, more, something else is an absolute disgrace, uh, Pete's game. <laughs> 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 Very much an equivalent medieval dictatorship. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And those people who do your answers, they're not getting paid, <laughs> so that is slave yeah. labour in a way. Hey, hey. What are you doing? I'm Paddy Power. I get that, but why are you wearing nothing but a pair of green underpants with your own name on the waistband? That's what I do. It gets people's attention. This is a radio ad. I'm the only one who can see you. Oh. Oh, well, this is awkward. You could have least have waxed. Sign up to Paddy Power today at paddypower.com forward slash ramble and get a free 20 quid bet once you bet a tenner. And I might even keep my clothes on. 
But look how flattering it is when I jump up and down. Ole, 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 ole. Please stop. I don't mind using uh, this guy's uh, clues uh, this week. <laughs> this is from uh, Tom Stab. Beckerbar. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's from a man called uh, Tom, uh, who says, Hello, Peter. I hope that despite seeing that this email has come from a member of the Sports Interactive team, makers of Football Manager, obviously. Oh, God, here we go. You're as bad as Let it go. You won't immediately delete it in a fit of anger over not getting the Football Manager 2014 voiceover gig. Well, uh, if he did that for every voiceover gig he didn't get, he'd have no time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually very prolific, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, so he's given me loads of uh, options, so I'm going to go for. Um, God, this might be a new, isn't it? <coughs> Telemadics. Telemadics. Yeah, This think it's all over? Yeah, that's Ooh, better that's actually. I'd have gone for that one, yeah. Alan Nightmare. Don't waste them! That's my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to delete the email. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was born on the 30th of March 1972 in Porto Alegre, Brazil. 72. Stop. Is it Rivaldo? No. Good I, I spent the early part of my career in Portugal, making my debut for Academ Academica in uh, 1992, followed by a uh, spell at Tercense? Tercense? Uh, Tercense? Stop. Uh, before making the move to Benfica in 95. I said stop. <laughs> Mario Yardel. No. So yeah, you stop with, shit on you stop with silly. Mm. Uh, I only played eight times for Benfica before moving to England in 1997 to Sheffield Wednesday. Oh. Hard to dress that one up as a sideways move, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a curveball, oh, for sure, that. I think I know who is, and I can't remember his bloody name. I was extremely popular with the Wednesday fans, who nicknamed me The Wall. Yeah, I, I can picture him, I can't remember his sodding mm. name. After 61 games for the Owls, I joined Chelsea for 2.7 million in 1999. Yeah. What? I, I, it's gone. That's, oh. I think he's a centre-back. <sighs> Unable to dislodge the central defence partnership of Frank the Beef and Marcel Desai. <laughs> I moved to Sunderland uh, 2000 for £4 million. I, I just, uh, this is so frustrating. I've not got it. I don't know what it is. There's a gap in my knowledge. Shall I chuck you his uh, initials? Well, you know, he does give it. No, okay. Uh, after an injury hit spell at Sunderland in August 2003, I joined Bolton on a free transfer, helping the club reach the League Cup final, which they lost to Middlesbrough. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm I had short spells in Wigan Derby before finishing my playing career in Japan in 2007. Since retiring 2008, <coughs> I am uh, I've worked as Portuguese chief scout for Everton. Oh right, he had a bit of a military style haircut from from memory. Initials ET. Emerson Tome. Emerson Tome. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 damn. Uh, damn. Yeah. 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 That's poor by me. Thank you, that Tom. That is superb. Mm. Though, to be fair, they do have a bank of research of this sort of thing over at Football Manager. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's good to see they're spending good their time wisely. Good one. <laughs> have we got any correspondence, Luke? We have. Yeah. No, no emails. No. No, no, no. We've we... on the on the hop here. I was expecting <laughs> an email. I'm supposed to relax for the next couple of minutes. I'm going to step up. Mm. I feel like I'm on the bench when someone's got injured. They have to come on. Like a Man <laughs> City footballer. Yeah. Is this you warming up? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, this is a warm up. Uh, the question of the week this week was to our lovely listenership, and you guys can obviously join in as well if you want. Um, I'm sure you'll have some answers. <laughs> what is the most embarrassing thing you've ever done at a football match? Now, I didn't specify between watching or playing, so people have interpreted it in different ways. Okay. Mm. Um, Andy Peterson, this is a very good one to start, he says, I tried smashing a shot in from three feet, when a tap-in would have sufficed. I hit the crossbar, and the ball broke back, uh, came back and broke my own nose. Oh, oh no. Uh, it still hurts when I think about it. He didn't say whether it actually went in after that. You think he would have done if it did, so I'm going to assume he didn't score, Andy. I like it hurts when he thinks about it, rather than when he yeah. sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shane Dobbing via the Twitter says, I think we all know that play ask being asked to play a half for the opposite team because they only have ten uh. is an indirect way of the gaffer saying you're shite. <laughs> that I'm, is always, I'm always up for that, though. 
I'm always like, if I'm going to get my game, <laughs> I'll, play, I'll play with the kids at the corner. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been told about that. Um, <laughs> Come on, quickly. At an Accrington Stanley game when I was 12, I had a broken arm with a cast on from wrist to shoulder. <laughs> When my team scored, I jumped up to celebrate. I was to have my trousers pulled down <laughs> and my underwear and all. Of course, with having the broken arm, I couldn't reach down properly to pull them up again. Absolute nightmare scenario. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Nate Nathan Rogers. Oh, um, presumably you you're at Accrington, so there weren't that many people there. Ooh, could, he a, not, a could he not use his other hand? <laughs> but you have to ask him Nathan yeah. Rogers maybe that one was um, paralysed with shame <laughs> Dave, yeah. Dave McDonald uh, says via the Facebook at a Partick Thistle against Rangers game when I was six Rangers scored a screamer in the first half a roar from the crowd followed by me screaming yay at the top of my voice <laughs> <laughs> my dad hasn't looked me in the eye since <laughs> Oh, that's very good. Um, <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's have a look what we got here. Um, oh, Steve McKenzie is a Newcastle theme one, Pete. He says, I was at Newcastle Wolves a few years ago, and Jonas Gutierrez lined one up from outside the box. Knowing his limited ability and poor score <laughs> record, I shouted, don't shoot, as loud as I could. Of course, he smashed one in the top corner, and I've been mugged off by a bunch of strangers sat in front of me ever since, <laughs> who now shout, don't shoot, every time you <laughs> Well, uh, who knows where that man is, Jonas yeah. Gutierrez. We had so many good, um, so many good answers this week. Uh, this, this, I'll, I'll finish off with this one. It's a very strong one. Uh, James Ross through Facebook says, uh, "My dad once organised a small brass band, myself included, to play at our local third league, uh, third division German team near Munich." He says, this was inspired by the Dutch national team band in the early 90s before the English brass band poisoned the concept in the minds of all sane people. <laughs> mm. Anyway, teams lined up, whistle went, and we started boisterously playing the team tune to Here We Go. Little did we know the whistle had actually been blown to start a minute silence. It could be the South American <laughs> Stadium oh, tragedy. Needless to say, it was incredibly embarrassing, though still not as offensive as the English band, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That is it, it, look, it looks like a planned insult, That's doesn't it? <laughs> would, you yeah, not, it does. would you guys be interested in one more concerning Peter Shilton? Yes, Absolutely. Okay, this is from Paul Epton. He says, I got slapped by Peter Shilton. Nice. <laughs> Shilton was the manager at Plymouth and visited Millmore for Pilgrims versus my beloved Rotherham United. He was walking down the touchline to his dugout, and I held my hand to shake his. Then at the last second, as you do when you're ten years old, Old, moved my hand out of the way and laughed in his face. Shilts reached across the barrier with his huge hand and slapped me across the chops. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Not that hard, but all my mates laughed at me anyway. Uh, is your mum called Tina? <laughs> Do you remember he was found in a car with a woman called Tina? He didn't slap her though. Well, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> So that is automatic. <laughs> you three may have laughed, but that is not funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I was laughing at more than sort of stunned silence. Like, what? What does that do? <laughs> I, I, I just remember listening listen to that podcast when I was walking down uh, Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> and so, it, it, if anything, I just put that uh, you know image in my mind. Oh, look at me! Sunshine. My voice over work. Listen to your idiot. Hmm. I didn't in America to do. I did actually. I did a football match. <laughs> 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 Luke, uh, any more? Oh, one more there from Ross Ferguson. He said, "I once went to an Italian friend's house for." the Milan derby having been told that her entire family were Milan fans I turned up in my Milan shirt turns out she knew nothing about football and they all supported Inter wow. I had to sit in the kitchen for the whole match with the women while the men watched the game <laughs> Inter won the match 1-0 and I was a laughing stock for the rest of the night there you go so that's dangers of having an Italian girlfriend as well. my goodness well um, that is the end of the football ramble you guys not got any of your own no come on um, no. Marcus, I've, I've seen all three of you embarrass yourself on the football pitch before now on the pitch both <laughs> Both. Uh, Dalofan kicked me in the head once. Oh, he told us that before. Yeah. Was that a Hartlepool game. Yeah, that was quite yeah, embarrassing. I th I think it didn't hurt. You deserved it, didn't you? Prob no, no. Yeah, fair enough. You've just been a boisterous thug, <laughs> and I was like twelve.
Jim? Ooh, um, time we... I kicked Pete in the head at a game once. <laughs> <laughs> the time we ran all the way around the new camp. That was glorious. No, but we realised that um, we could have just, instead of going left and like going all the way around, we could have just gone right and Yeah, it. yeah, that was exhausting and humiliating. Yeah, because you're thinking about it. If you get, if you start late to the new camp, there's no lift. You've got to run all that, all that yeah. stairs. About 20 flights. So at one point, Jim was like, just leave me. Yeah. Just, just leave let me, me die. <laughs> <laughs> and I flew. You did bloody well, man. Bloody <laughs> flow. <laughs> right, that is the end of the football ramble uh, yeah, this finish week. Finish it off, Pete. Absolute radio. Put a bullet yeah. in its head. Yeah, absolute radio. They've got a, a, another match this weekend uh, in the Barclays Premier League. Uh, it's going to be kicking off at three o'clock. And <laughs> you don't uh, know what it is, do you? Excellent. Look at Excellent. I love it. When this um, well, well, if you want to get in touch with the football <laughs> ramble, then <laughs> the uh, email is show at thefootballramble dot com. Tull versus Palace. Hull Oi, versus Palace. The, the classico. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, the Twitter is at football ramble. Of course, the website is thefootballramble.com. Pete, are you done with that one? Uh, Absolutelyradio.co.uk. If you want to listen to it, you can listen on 1215M and all kinds of other ways. You can rub bits of foil on your fillings. That might work. Yeah, it always does. <laughs> uh, say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, Pete. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Internet. And goodbye from me. This episode of The Ramble is supported by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Squarespace offers free domain names, customizable designs, drag-and-drop tools, as well as 24-7 support. Seamless e-commerce solutions mean that your business can be taking money in minutes on a website that is scaled to look beautiful on any device. Start your free trial today, no credit card required. As a Football Ramble podcast listener, you'll receive 10% off your first purchase by using the offer code RAMBLE11.